You're listening to The G-Factor with Lauren and Tony, a weekly microcast offering a variety of unique ways to market your business or organization. Now, without further ado, here are the hosts of G-Factor, Lauren Doherty and Tony Van. Hey, Lauren, I just went someplace and had these amazing burnt ends. Are you familiar with these things? I am. That sounds really good. And, you know, I love that you mentioned barbecue because I think that always gets us good rating. So I, good, good. I, I think that's the way it needs to be uh, because I know exactly what our audience truly wants to hear about because we do research, which is the topic of our <laughs> right. uh, podcast this week. Right. Yes. And I would totally do food research at any time. If anyone is looking for an influencer or anything of the sort, I mean, I'm here for you. That's that's a nice plug, Lauren. I appreciate that. Uh, kudos to you. So today we're going to talk about the importance of uh, market research, creating a great marketing plan, understanding that there's a lot of work prior to actually uh, performing the marketing, and uh, some tips that people can take away from us. How's that? Right. And just, I think, remembering that market research has a lot of different sides. That doesn't mean just always going out for a completely public opinion, but there's also internal audiences um, to be weary of and cognizant of. And we'll talk about some ways of getting input as well from those that are important. So yeah, let's dive in. That's good. Well, the first thing uh, we always talk about is who your audience is for your product or service, correct? Right. Most important. So that determines a lot of things. That determines uh, what kind of messaging you're going to put out there, what you're going to say. I mean, first you kind of have to be figure out who you're going to be when you grow up before you start telling everybody about how great you are, right? Right, exactly. So that market research can be everything, like you said, it can either be uh, public. Um, I mean, I'm... They don't do this anymore, but when I was a kid, they used to, you know, you'd walk through the mall and somebody would say, hey, would you come talk to us? And they'd give you $20 and a gift certificate to Chick-fil-A or whatever, and you'd answer some questions. Nowadays, the market research can be everything from passive research through online uh, data data mining to, um, like you said, internal uh, asking people just some particular opinions after a service is either provided or uh, prior to a similar service being provided. Right. Or, you know, if you are a nonprofit and you have a board of directors, um, even, you know, staff or your team, everyone's input is important. So while you can keep that data that's mined kind of separate, um, which is also important to think about, you know, your audiences as you are going through that data. But um, definitely, you know, if you're doing surveys or if you're doing questionnaires, you're doing like pop up questions, whatever you're doing, however you're gathering input. Um, Just don't forget and leave out internal audiences as well. Um, Also, something to think about is surveying or reaching out to for thought leadership from current customers or clients um, and to those that may be even unfamiliar with your product or service for even another opinion. Absolutely. I think those are both super important. The people that do know your brand and have used you and those that have no clue, don't be afraid to contact those folks as well. Right. Who knows? You you know, you might figure out a new audience or, you know, it might spark an idea. Just always different types of ideas and thoughts should be welcomed. 
And not only looking at those folks that are uh, connected with your brand or those not, it's also super important uh, to look at the other competitors or similar uh, products or services in your market uh, that you're going to be competing with. Right, exactly. Competitor research can be everything from looking online to literally setting foot in their place of business or having an interaction with them. There's a lot of ways to obtain that and see what they're doing right. Maybe some things that they're doing wrong or could be improved upon and how you can use those ideas and tools to then set yourself apart in the marketplace, basically. And I feel like that's ongoing. I mean, a lot of times we you know, we're even guilty of this. We sit down with our clients and we say, okay, we're going to do some research and then we're going to create this strategic communications plan, give you the tactics and then go. But I really feel like that market research can be ongoing, almost a third layer, if you will, uh, doing A-B testing, looking at the people that are, um, you know, engaged with a campaign or a product and then kind of adjusting that as, as we go. Absolutely. And I mean, there's nothing to say that um, something that your competitor might be doing right, you can't learn from at any time and or take some of that market share away from them if you can figure out even how to make that idea or thought or whatever they're doing better. So I'd like to give a couple of tangible examples of that. For instance, if you're building a new website or you've got a new product, the first thing you need to do is understand who the audience is for that product and see if, uh, like I said, a new website or a brochure or some type of email campaign actually connects the right people for that product uh, to your business. Right, which is something we always talk about, I feel like, but I don't think we can ever say it enough. And that is meet your audience where they would like to be met. Communicate with them how they want to be communicated with. If you're getting feedback that they hate texts, then don't send more texts. It's just not going to work. So that's super important point. And like I said, I don't think we can make that enough. I think that's something really good to think about. You know, it doesn't do you any good to waste time or money doing things that just are not resonating just to say that you're doing them. It's kind of like when we talked about social media not long ago, don't just hop on whatever's new and popular if it does not make sense to your audience or your brand. And the way they communicate. You're talking about meeting their message. I just saw an article today about the disconnect between the vaccination portal and those um, demographics that actually need it the most. Uh, Think about it. Everything that has to do with the Mm -hmm. uh, COVID vaccination uh, is online. I mean, you have to make registration online people that need it the most are the seniors and they're having a very, very difficult time navigating. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Been a big complaint and that's, I hate it. I hate seeing it and I, I can feel the frustration, but I also see both sides of how do you do this? You know? So, right. So unless you have a product that basically would save you from getting very, very sick, I would not suggest um, allowing senior making seniors uh, go online to do some Tic Tac. (laughs) Uh, tagging or something like that. So that's that's not a good match for sure. Right. Well, the the last thing I just want to talk a little bit about, Lauren, is not only the marketing on the front end and even during the campaign, but so many people are so afraid to ask the last question, which is how did you like the product or what would we do different? And so that surveying component is so important. And in the old days, it used to be that you could take you know, this five minute survey or do something for like 10 minutes or something like that. Nowadays, those surveys are basically like, did you get your problem solved? 
would you do it again? I mean, it was very, very easy. Um, and so don't be uh, afraid of just short, good survey. Right. It does not have to be lengthy or time consuming. In fact, that will deter people um, from participating. But, you know, a simple one or two questions can give you a lot of data and tell you if your systems are working or if there are problems or if your audience is, you know, super happy with their interaction. Um, also, don't be afraid to incentivize that um, that process. So, you know, you could offer a discount code, you could offer a freebie, you could offer, you know, a lot of things that would incentivize their participation. Don't be scared of that. So important. I think incentives in today's world, um, we used to kind of poo-poo them a little bit, but I think you just have to have them now. I mean, I think people are looking for what's in it for me. And if you don't offer that, it's just not going to be there. So, yeah. All right. Anything you want, any wise words you wanted to wrap this bad boy up? I think just in synopsis is, you know, we all get kind of in a rush to check things off the list. And, you know, if it's you're diving into a new strategy or a new campaign or like a new strategic plan, um, take the time for that research component. You will learn a lot and then you will not spin your wheels creating a new plan that may or may not work out in the end. So I think that's just my kind of, you know, if you only listen to the last 30 seconds of this podcast, that is, you know, allowing time for the process is very important. And if you listen to the first 30 seconds of this podcast, <laughs> you thought it was probably about barbecue. So I'm sorry right. to disappoint you. <laughs> but to that to that point, Lauren, I think it's about time to have a little bit of an off-topic podcast again, if, if you're up for it. Okay. So, you know, I, I'm not going to say the pandemic is over by any means. I am not Dr. Fauci, although my first name is Anthony. But... Mm-hmm. People are ready to travel. I think people are ready to yes. go places. And so what I yes. think we should do, Lauren, is we should review our top five destinations worldwide. Pitbull, okay? Pitbull worldwide of okay. where you and I like to go separately on vacations with our own family. That was Like weird. to go or want to go? Let's either either way, whatever your dream location would be and why, okay. or just the fact of I've been here, done there, and I suggest everyone go. Everyone has to go. Yeah, okay. no matter what. So, all right, I'm up for okay. it. I can. That'll give us a way to dream, right? Very good. Well, I think I feel like season two we have really brought the content. I mean, last week we had the the big panel. The week before, we've talked about rebranding, website content. We'll do the travel thing. Maybe we'll talk about some influencer uh, social media. I know that's really hot right now. So I think we've got a really strong lineup for this summer, Lauren. Agreed. I mean, there are a lot of topics that I want to cover and keep making a list. So here we go. All right. Lists upon lists. And on that note, I'm Tony Van. And I'm Lauren Doherty. And we're wrapping it up on the G-Factor Podcast. Thank you for listening to G-Factor. For more episodes, additional information, and a way to connect with Lauren and Tony, visit theguildfactor.com.